Hi ladies, my name is Jennifer Henry. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and I'm also a doctor of social work candidate at University of Southern California. So thank you for joining me here today. Um, I really just wanted to chat with the both of you and get to know you a little bit more and ask you some questions specifically regarding an intractable problem um, we have right now, which is cyberbullying that leads to suicide. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your name, what school district you attend, and like a fun fact about you. Hey, well, my name is uh, Jaslyn, and I attend the Los Angeles Unified School District. And a fun fact about me is that I like to draw. Awesome. Hello, I'm Kai, 16. I attend Torrance Unified School District, and I taught myself how to play a handful of instruments. Ah, awesome. So it sounds like you guys are both junior, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about this problem that we have, especially we've all been safer at home since the pandemic. It's going on 11 months now. Actually, it's a little bit over 11 months. and We're going into a year with a global pandemic. And in the past decade, we've been finding a rise in cyberbullying. I know and traditionally we also have bullying, but it's kind of with the rise of social media and all these other platforms, it has escalated um, a number of times. So how would you both describe in your own words what cyberbullying looks like and how does it impact teenagers like you guys? Well, I think cyberbullying, it's it's kind of complicated because it doesn't have, like, a distinct, like, look to it. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's very, it's kind of, I don't know what the word is, but it can come in many different, like, forms. Mm-hmm. So it can be, like, specific, like, speech, or it could be, like, um, sharing things or pictures that people don't want to be shared. Right. Comments, things. Yeah, different okay. comments. Yeah. Or just it's, like text messages, like DMs. Even text messages by private message or to other people. Like there, I've heard of some people having like former friends, like ex-friends, make group chats with their new friends that's like hating on them. So stuff like that is still cyberbullying. Wow. And it's, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> Yeah. Does it does it happen a lot with people you guys know in school or your friends in the neighborhood or the community? Um, I'm lucky that I don't see it in my friends too often, but there have been like a couple times where someone's yeah, like, this person's harassing me. And I'm like, yeah, I have heard of instances where it has happened. Um, Thankfully, like, I don't know anybody close to me that it's happened to, or right. I'm thankful that I haven't been a part of it. Right. Um, but still, it, it is a problem, and it's uh-huh. something that I think, I don't know where it comes from, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just thinking, since you guys are teenagers, like, think even think about um, these TikTok influencers. Um, think about... Um, like people like Olivia Rodrigo from, you know, High School Musical and things like that, and the scrutiny that they get from many different 
audiences and things like that. Um, I think even growing up, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez talked about it a lot in their social media platforms, how um, mean and rude and cruel um, audiences can be, and they will receive all kinds of harassing um, comments and, um, you know, comments about their looks and i really think that social media plays a big part of that because a lot of people they get bold they feel safe behind the anonymity of a profile they can make it to be anything they want and it makes them feel like they can say whatever they want with no repercussions because they're not right there yeah like receive whatever like punishment that's needed and it's it's very like disgusting how aggressive and like hurtful and hateful people can be because they think that nothing's gonna happen to them yeah. mm -hmm. i also think that um catfishing is also probably a, a form of cyberbullying absolutely absolutely like, it, it can like because people can make like the fake profiles to specifically mm -hmm. go out like target people account. yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, they actually call that masquerade, um, where people kind of put on a different mask and, you know, present themselves to the world as another human being, maybe like a celebrity or someone well known. And people who are receiving messages from them are convinced it's this other person and it isn't. And it's very misleading. Um, mm -hmm. And even more so if they start acting erratically or start like threatening others or being really cruel or berating towards others and things like that. Um, how do you guys, how do you girls decipher between a joke and an actual online bullying? What would that look like distinctly? I think that you can't really tell. Like, because over text, things can get misinterpreted all the time. Like, it's happened to me with my parents. Like, I might text something and, like, they might take it the wrong way. Or <laughs> maybe, like, I don't know, a friend could text me and I could think that they're being dry. But in reality, you know, like, they're just not. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that you can't really tell what's a joke versus what's not. I think it's all how it's interpreted by the person. Um, you know. Yeah. Talking over text and online can have a lot of miscommunications it's happened to me several times before it happened to me the other day like somebody thought i said something and i was like that's not what i was saying at all i don't know why you're twisting my words like that but you know it just it happens sometimes we can't really tell what's the meaning behind it but i have been like seeing a lot more lately especially in my friend groups that people are starting to use like tone tags on things like text that could be easily interpreted mm -hmm. it's usually a thing that you see for like um autistic people who like have trouble determining like the meaning or like the feeling behind words and it also just helps with people who like cannot tell totally like if you're being sarcastic or if you're joking like people will put like a slash j for a joke or slash s for sarcasm to like uh, clarify yeah. it's not yeah. serious no, thank you for bringing that up. I mean, I think that, I mean, words can be misinterpreted a lot, right? Especially if, if people are just typing or like what you said earlier, Kai and um, Jaslyn, uh, when 
you're hiding behind anonymity it can be misinterpreted like in many different ways like isn't that why there's emojis and you know people um gearing away from typing in in um caps because it sounds like someone's yelling um exclamation points and all that good stuff um even that can get misinterpreted it's good yeah Sometimes emojis can get misinterpreted as being like passive aggressive. Ooh, okay. That has happened to me once where um, a girl used an emoji. I don't know what the purpose was, but I took it as being really passive aggressive. Really? So, um, interesting. That's interesting. Well, okay, I kind of want to circle back to what Kai had just said earlier about people misinterpreting what you might you know be conveying right Mm -hmm. um how do you go back and actually clean it up or like clarify your messaging if the person took it the wrong way or got hurt or got really upset because of what you said and felt really hurt um if they're like actively telling you like are like are you mad at me like that was really hurtful then i'd be I just, like, tell them straight up, like, oh, no, I didn't mean it like that at all. I actually meant this. Or, like, you know, sometimes when people are mad, they kind of, like, ghost you. They go silent. I would, if I felt that, I would probably just ask, like, are you mad at me? Did I upset you? Like, what did I do and how can I fix it? I feel like you just have to use more communication to combat. Yeah, you just have to, yeah, you just gotta honestly tell them. And, like, I know that voice messages are a thing, and so, like, if they didn't take your text the right way, you could just use voice message and be like, so that way they can hear kind of like your tone and how things were supposed to be said rather than opposed to reading it. And um, it has yeah. happened to me once where Kai had said something and I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I read it as this. I really I don't as you yelling at me. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm not yelling at you. Oh, my God, I didn't mean that. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And it, it's, like, a little bit embarrassing, honestly, because it's, like, no, that's not what I meant to say. Funny. No, I don't know how to fix it. Sometimes it's funny, but sometimes it's just, like, oh, no. So yeah. you have to take it little by little, I guess. Mm-hmm. So in both of your opinions, like, think about your school, right? Because this can really happen to anybody, right? It doesn't even have to be just teenagers. But... Think about your school, think about the groups of people that are in school, like the jocks and the cheerleaders and the musicians and those people in the band and those, you know, that are emails and things like that. Who would you say are easily targeted by cyber bullies? I feel like it's really anybody, yeah, yeah, but I feel like some of the more like, you know how like you can... I'm trying to figure out how to put it. Like, you can kind of tell the social hierarchy at your school. Like, you right. can sense who's yes, more can. popular, who's, yes, like, you can. the outcast. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the people who are more, like, quote-unquote, cringy bottom. or, like, weird, weird. But, like, there's specific people that always get targeted, and it's usually people who are already kind of, like, prone to having issues and stuff which is sad and like it sucks yeah. but it's what like, it's why continue that? It's a lot right. and it's always mostly the like people who are more higher up i guess that are busting that do it down most, you know? yeah it just doesn't make any sense so so uh, i'm trying to um kind of 
uh, see where you're coming from. So are you like talking about those teens that um, that other people in school find them bizarre? Like, you know, like kind of, you know, they don't go through the mainstream. Like people are not like yeah. as cool as everybody yeah, else. Right. So people that are more like not, how do, okay, so there's not a, okay, you can't really put it in any kind of way. I'd say like the kids who don't maybe follow the latest trends or okay. who don't do like who don't go out on the weekends or yeah who don't yeah. like the same things who don't wear the same clothes who don't okay. have the same things material interests who don't have the same yeah. so people mostly people who don't like follow somewhat in the footsteps of whatever is like cool yeah what was like right. yeah trending yeah, yeah. it they're kind of pushed to the side yeah like people who are doing their own thing leave them alone Okay. Well, I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit. What about, what do you guys think about, who do you think gets bullied more, girls or boys? Mm, I feel like, this is a hard like, You know what, I want to say that, um, I think girls get, I, I think girls, I think it's mainly, mainly, I think it's mainly like girls against girls who do it to each other. Oh. It is a lot of girls hating on each other, but also I... I was gonna say girls as well, but also the fact I wouldn't know if it were more boys because boys don't talk about what's hurting them. Yeah, they, they, they get they don't. down for it. So they don't, and big, they just stay silent gonna... about it. And that's what right. I think. That's you know what I think. That's I think that's what causes um, suicide. I don't know like the suicide rates, but I would assume that uh, in regards to cyberbullying, that the suicide rate of males boys. Hold on. The suicide um, rate for males is higher because yeah. they don't talk about their feelings like girls do. Because women, we like to socialize and we talk to each other about the way that we're feeling. Like I talk to Kai about everything. Exactly. Yeah. But guys don't they don't share their feelings. It's yeah. seen as unmanly, like, and that's toxic masculinity at its best. So it makes people like shelter themselves even yeah, when they, they should be expressing their emotions. It's awful. Ah, these are great conversations. Well. Uh, Jaslyn, you asked a little bit about statistics. Um, one out of five of teenagers, like both of you, may actually be cyberbullied in their lifetime. And they are twice as likely to engage in at-risk behaviors such as self-harm and mm -hmm. suicidality. So that's a big number. And... You are right, girls are more likely to be bullied and boys are typically the perpetrator. But there are others that are bullied, right? So again, let's go back to the high school. Think about your cafeteria, right? Cafeteria or the quad or the gym and you have different groups of people there, right? So you have the girls, boys, you have the LGBTQ uh, community and then you have you have the pretty girls and, and the jocks as well. I mean, they're just as prone to bullying, right? Because like what yeah, you said are. earlier, haters. But at the same time, I feel like because they are, I feel like out of fear of being cyberbullied, they are the ones that, you know? Ah, Because okay. they like to reflect their own insecurities on other people. And um, I, I just don't think that's right. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for the other person, you know, um, for the yes. victim. Yeah. Adding on to Jazz, I I do think that they're like, they're in the same group of people. So they have like the same sort of probability of being 
bullied in person or cyberbullied. But also, that's assuming like it's a level playing field. Like a like going back to what we said earlier, there's kind of a not so subtle social hierarchy. Like we know who's who's perceived as more popular, who's perceived as more well liked, who's maybe around. yeah, like more well liked, maybe not popular, but just more well liked, more well known. It's mm-hmm. like especially because it's hard well, to because they have like two um, thousand ish people at our school, mm-hmm. so like there's you can't really tell, and it also varies by grade and stuff. But you can you you know who you know and who you don't really know. So yeah, it's not as much of a level playing field, but it is at this. Okay, mm-hmm. well, what about think about colors, right? Let's let's talk a little bit about one of the main issues that's been going on in our nation for the past year actually more than that you know it's been going on for many many years black lives matter is here lgbtq community is you know rallying and things like that what are your thoughts about who do you think out of all these minorities are also simple targets for cyber i definitely think that the lgbtq community is definitely one that does get the most backlash as far as cyberbullying. okay um, oh definitely okay i like, can speak from experience on this i as an lgbtq person of color it's rough it's rough out wow. here i constantly see my friends and hear stories from my friends especially my lgbtq friends who have been like physically harassed i had a friend and he wore makeup and like a more feminine outfit to school because he wanted to uh-huh. and he got like jumped by wow. some kids after choir practice and he really? was like super scared he texted like our our lgbt like group chat and he was like oh my god these people came up and like beat me up after practice because i was wearing makeup and they called me all these slurs and i'm like wow if you were in another state the way i would go out of my way to find them and it's it sucks. Like I constantly hear my friends getting harassed and getting made fun of. It's happened to me plenty of times in the past couple years that I've been more out. It's it's really saddening. And it's they also like to target more the people who are more openly yes. queer instead of the more closeted people. And that's a that's mostly why people stay closeted. They're afraid of getting hurt by their family or their friends or something like that. And it's a very real fear. So they always are like, oh, I don't, or they're like, I don't like like gays or anything because they're too out there and it makes me upset. So I'm gonna go beat them down because I don't wanna see it and stuff like that. It happens way too often. Wow. My friend, another friend, who attended our school had to leave school because the football team was bullying him for being gay and it was awful he had to move out of state and i still talk to him he's he's in the group chat he made it but yeah it that's why he had to leave our school because he was getting bullied so bad it's it's a whole like other crisis on its own so that answers like actually my next question is you if you've actually known anybody who has been targeted by cyberbully it looks like you know a few people that's been targeted not only in social media but physically in school and i'm sure if it's physically happening in school there's texts going around making fun of your friend and all that good stuff which um 
puts you know your friend in a very bad position, really, really awkward situation. How do you think it has impacted your friend? Oh, it definitely has. He was in such a bad place after like all like the football team was like bullying him so bad. They were making really mean comments and they were like messing with him. It put him in a really bad place, and it was so bad that he had to leave, or else it was probably going to drag him to something that was really, really bad. And I'm glad that he got out of it, and he's in a he's he's better. It's better, but you know, like that's still kind of like it makes you afraid. Like it happened once. What's to stop it from happening that bad again? You know. So I feel like he's very cautious, but he's also kind of gotten a thicker skin because it's happened so much, which is good and bad. Because good, you can take it and not get so beat down by it. But the fact that it happened so much that you had to build a barrier so it doesn't hurt you anymore、mm-hmm. is really upsetting.、Oh. I'm pretty sure there's some lasting damage there for sure. Absolutely, I would think that maybe anxiety or depression. Creeping through that, you know. Besides from the fear that you're talking about,、um, being shamed or guilt into something that's not really your fault, right? That must、yeah. be a lot to carry as a teenager.、Um, who do you think that individual, if they're being cyberbullied,、um, who do you think they should talk to, and? How do they report it if it's like severe? Just in general, like how should a person go about it? Yes. Okay. Um, I feel like if something like that is happening to you, I feel like you should tell someone right away. Like this is not the sort of thing you keep to yourself. Like this is an issue, and if you leave it, it can go really bad really quickly. So I feel like even if you. Have to just tell like a friend. Your friend could probably tell someone for you if you can't yourself. If you're like, because I know some people like can't tell their parents about it for whatever reason, and that's okay as long as you find somebody that you trust that you can tell that could possibly help you.、Mm-hmm. Like you can't. This is this is something you have to share with someone that you trust because it's very important to make sure that like. That people are people who can actually do something are made aware that you are being hurt by another person, and that that other person receives like the type of like discipline that they deserve because it's not okay what they're doing at all. Okay,、um, do you think that your friend or anybody else who's being cyberbullied should tell their parents or their guardians regarding the experience, or? If not, how should he or she approach the situation when they're afraid? Um, I do think they should tell their parents because their parents could contact like the school or something, or uh, maybe if they somehow can contact the authorities, that would help. Um, I trying to find my words. Um, I do think that if they have the opportunity to tell their parents, they should, and because it's not their fault, you know, it's not. Then, that's the problem. It's the bully because who does that? So I feel like they should not be ashamed to tell their parents. But if they are, then they should do their best to tell them if they think they can confide this in them. Yeah. How can? Okay, this is difficult because teenagers, your world, 
is about your friends, right? It's kind of like your mm-hmm. oyster right there. Your world are your friends. It revolves around them. And nowadays, how you guys communicate is through social media or Zoom or any other FaceTime platform, just so you can connect. Because right now, things are still a little bit different, right? So how do you think, can we reach a happy balance in terms of stopping the cyberbullying if it's happening to that person while at the same time continuing to access social media? That's a tough I'll, one. Yeah, I'll let Jazz take this one. I've been talking too much. Oh, you know what? I think she dropped for some reason and she's trying to get back in. I think uh, she's charging her phone. I don't know. Okay. Should we wait for her? No, that's okay. You can talk. And then I'll, okay. we'll, we'll have her join us on live later. Okay. But, mm-hmm. so with social media, kind of finding the happy balance. Um, I feel like it's different because I do talk to my friends over social media for the most part. Like, I don't really text them by number, but I do have their numbers. So in the event that, like, I didn't want to be on social media anymore, I could still contact them, which I think is a good idea. Like, if you have the possibility to talk to someone by number, I feel like you should. You can have group calls, so that would work. And I feel like people should be mindful of what Mm -hmm. they, like, put out and what they get back as well because like you should be mindful if you're putting out hurtful things or something that could be like hurtful to someone right like more of a think before you act type thing and also um you can you should work to control what you see Mm -hmm. because like i know if i see something that upsets me like on social media i'm like nope i'm getting this out of my face i don't want to see it it's hurtful to me and I have the option to get rid of it, so I will. So I feel like if you can... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like if you can kind of get rid of, like, hate speech, then you should, like, report it and remove it from, like, your site. And the way the algorithm works, you can kind of, like, get it to do that for you. You just have to learn how. Absolutely. Jazz, just to catch you up sorry um we lost you no, for a I'm, second no i'm sorry i'm so sorry I, no I, that's okay I'm so you're fine just to catch you up um what i was just asking kai right now is um obviously cyberbullying is hurtful to a lot of people right especially for teens but how do you find like a happy medium like a happy balance because social media and the internet is a teenager's world so how do you stop cyberbullying but at the same time control and continue to use the internet and social media i think just reporting reporting what you see to maybe the social media carrier like the um what's it called when corporate like the corporate office or something or just contact somebody who's in charge that can like maybe de-platform the person who's cyberbullying or like like adding on to what kai said just like when you see it stop it from happening you know interesting well let me ask you guys because you probably are in many different social media platforms where do you think youth like you teenagers like you get cyber bullied often 
Mm-hmm. I feel like TikTok or Instagram. The top three, I think, would be between TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. People on oh, Twitter, Twitter are so brutal sometimes. Yeah, Twitter. They'll tweet you death threats. They'll go off on you for no reason. Twitter yeah. is scary. I I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it because it scares me. I use it to look at my favorite K-pop idols. Pretty much. I'll just throw <laughs> myself under the bus there. But yeah, I don't really look at Twitter drama because it's terrifying. That's I, interesting. Well, I mean, I kind of use Twitter just to catch up on like the drama, but I don't actually involve myself in it. Like, I don't... Yeah, if I can avoid it, probably will. I'll be like, what the heck is going on? I'm just not really one to state my two cents on social media just because I know that I might get combated for it. And I don't want to post my opinion on something that I'm undereducated about. Or if I know that I have misinformation, I'm not going to spread it. So I just kind of choose to keep my opinion to myself. I'm a little bit of the opposite. See, I'm a type of person that will say my two cents all the time. Like, if I have something to say, you're going to hear it from me. Yeah. Whether it be in person or online. That's my thing. I I don't try to change myself when it comes from platform to platform. Like, I'm me all around. I'm going to tell you the same thing wherever I am. Like, if I have something to say, then I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I just make sure, because I'm such a, like... I'm a hothead. I can, like, I'm very outspoken. There we go. <laughs> because I'm so outspoken, I make sure that I know at least the gist of what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Well, to give you guys a couple of numbers, um, TikTok might be a little bit too premature because TikTok just started not too long ago. But 42% in Instagram, 37% in Facebook. in Snapchat, 9% at Twitter, and 3% at Tumblr. So, I didn't know people used Facebook. That's why I I didn't know people our age were on Facebook that much. Yeah, I I think Facebook is like for the boomers. Uh, (laughs) They're still there. They're still there. Um, So, my dad did Facebook. I don't. My parents are millennials. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so I know that a lot of like adults are on Facebook more because that's like one of the earliest social medias that like came out. So uh, more people who are just getting on social media were on it. Like I was probably a child when Facebook came out, so I didn't use it and stuff like that. Like it's just it was there first so people who were there first were able to get to it so i feel like the newer social medias even like instagram isn't that new but our generation kind of grew up as it was starting to gain traction so we have that pretty commonly as well as tiktok we're teenagers when that came out so we know about it we're on it a lot of trends happen there yeah Cool. Well, how do you guys think, how do you girls think you can prevent your personal information? Personal information could be anything like really private to you guys or maybe even photographs or videos that are being used to manipulate or humiliate you in social media. How do you think you can prevent that? Just keep it to yourself. Okay. What happens is exactly. a combo, it stays in a combo. Like, you don't have to show it to everybody. I mean, unless it's necessary. 
Like, okay. if I were to tell Kai something, okay. if I were to tell Kai something, like, super personal, and I said it via text, keep it to yourself. Exactly. Like, why screenshot and send it to everybody and then humiliate the other person on the other side? Like, that's number one, it's very disrespectful. Number two, it's very intrusive. Number three, it's just, it's wrong. Like, it's just morally wrong. Like, why would you do something like that? And I also I think just... Yeah, you don't share things that you would probably like. Like, (laughs) my teacher is like, don't... Or, like, when we have certain, like, projects or something, he's like... Um, if you wouldn't let your grandma read it, um, don't do that. Like, don't say that. Interesting. So it's like, well, for the mo- that's a pretty decent. Or like, if you wouldn't let your parents read it, then don't like go off like that. So I feel like that's a pretty good way to do it. Um, also, like, social media has a private option. Keep your social media private so you don't let like randos follow you and like stalk you yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Make sure you keep it to your close friends, like people that you know. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Um, I know that yeah. I post more on my close friends than I do on my actual story. Um, yeah. Interesting. So I just keep my account private and make sure only people that I know and trust like follow me for the most part. Right. Is it really that important for you know teenagers to have that much fo- followers, especially if they're being cyberbullied? No. I don't think followers it, are right? at all, really. Followers are just people who, like, want to know what you're doing, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. I wouldn't say that... See, I know a person who has, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. We're going to call her Alice. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a horrible person. Alice? Is, mm, <laughs> we don't want Alice. <laughs> but, um... She has, yeah, she has, like, hundreds and thousands of followers. Wow. Um, but they don't mean anything. Okay. You know, like, they really don't. Because if it wasn't for those followers, if it wasn't for those followers, who would she be? She would just be Alice, you know? So, like, mm. they don't really mean much. Because if it wasn't for the internet, half these influencers wouldn't be who they are. Exactly. So, followers don't make you a better person. If you're a bad person with more followers, you just gotta be a publicly bad person. She's just a bad like, person. The thing about followers is, like, I get it. Like, I have an art account, so, like, followers is kind of, like, it's not the most important thing to me, but it's nice to have so I can share my art with people like I want to and that I could, like, maybe, like, have commissions here and there, stuff like that. Like, that's different. If it's a business, it's different. But for your personal life, you don't need to have hundreds of thousands of followers. I don't need hundreds of thousands of people to know what I'm doing. I don't need hundreds of thousands of people to know that I'm eating a grilled cheese blanche, you know? Like, it don't matter. Like, it don't matter. Grilled cheese is good with tomato soup. So, ladies, are there any policies at your school regarding cyberbullying? Not that I don't think there are specific policies. Like, we had, like, before we got out of school, like, we had, like, one of those, like, videos on bullying and cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, one of those, like, serious things. Something. Assembly. See something, say yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> those big assemblies. Of, that was like covering a lot of serious topics and they talked about like don't condone cyberbullying like this is kind of what it looks like if you see it report it like tell the school da, 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 da. but they don't have any like specific policies yeah, like rules. in the rules okay. on it one of the children i'm gonna say children because they act like a child mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the children at our school um he likes to do things that 
are borderline cyberbullying mm-hmm. or not in fact if yeah cyberbullying and and the school has been contacted regarding him and they haven't really taken any action against him wow uh, as far as like because expelling him or- was coming at me and one of my friends me wow. and one of my friends have been like harassed repeatedly over the past like month and a half or so by this one person he was like saying hurtful things on his story and me and my friend were like um this is not okay this is incorrect information like why are you like what is this and he got mad he like called us names like called us snowflakes like okay we're just being straight up like this is rude and this is disrespectful and this is like straight up wrong he called me slur and he was just like being totally hateful didn't want yeah, to hear from me it was so it was bad sad. It was yeah, to trigger was... a panic attack in my friend it was chaos and he's he he used it against us that like we told the school and they didn't do anything so he feels like he has power and it's like you are literally one of the saddest people i have ever met in my life enjoy your misery dude like um and then he he actually sometimes as his gym background he puts the blue lives matter flag which is um mm, okay. it's 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 Super disrespectful mm-hmm. it's just like, it's it's weird i don't know why the school is like letting him do that Exactly. I don't know why they're not doing because in a way it's like they're condoning the cyberbullying too. It's freedom of speech, I get it, but like we need to draw the line. Like you can yeah. help when it's freedom of speech and just straight up hate speech. There's mm-hmm. a clear difference. Like yeah. you should not be able to say like super hateful things against people and have no repercussions. Like it's yeah. not okay. Okay, so what I, what I feel like it sounds like is there's messaging from your school, um, but there's really no follow through. Is exactly. that what I'm hearing? We okay. provided like screenshots of what he said. We're like, this is serious and still harassing us. And they're like, we'll handle it, we'll handle it. And I guess he got talked to, okay. a slap on the wrist essentially. Yeah. So it's like, well, what are you actually going to do about it? You need to do yeah. something that's actually going to get him to stop. Well, I feel and like because of the pandemic, because of the pandemic, it's there's not much that they can do. I mean, they can't like expel him because you know we're online, so it's not like he can always join the Zoom if he wants to. You know, to right. get an education, that's kind of like the thing. So I feel like if there were to be any action taken, like it, it like what kind yeah. of action would there be? You know? Yeah, I mean, you guys have been can't get going attention, right? You can't you know? Yeah, you guys have been going to school for the past 11 months. Um, have you guys ever been Zoom bombed? And if so, are there laws protecting yeah. yes. you guys from cyberbullying? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not just, okay, well. No, no, it's not cyberbullying. It's just, I guess, maybe out of humor. People do it out of humor. Mm. People like yeah. to do it for just fun. Yeah, and to annoy people a lot. I remember one time, I've been Zoom bombed a couple times. Luckily, it hasn't been happening as much, but like when we first transitioned to distance learning, it was a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple times I've been Zoom bombed and people have looked up like racial slurs or like gross images and like put that on there. And I'm like, well, why? Yeah. For what? <laughs> why? Yeah, like, there we're just was trying a. To do school and go. There was a um, a peer-to-peer support, I think they call it girl power in LA, um, and they were in a very deep conversation about the topic for the day, and then all of a sudden there were Zoom bombers that entered, and they were um, putting um, 
racial slurs on the chat and they were making fun of the people that were participating in the group and things like that so it just became really really chaotic it's just gross like y'all have nothing better to do so you kind of um actually never mind yeah oh it's okay oh no i was gonna say like with the group and how one of the kids asked to like get in the zoom meeting i don't know if you were there for that oh like private okay i've had friends do that they're like let me i want to go to class with you and i'm like okay but like i'm still trying to learn so yeah don't do nothing crazy do you think because i think kai or jaslyn you mentioned something about like you you're not sure if there's laws but do you think there should be one against Um, cyberbullying well i know that in some country i think it's germany or sweden or something where if you comment something hateful uh, or, like, if you say anything on social media, like, DMs or something, you have, like, 24 hours to delete it or else you get fined. I like that. I like that they get a fine because nobody okay. wants to, like, look at it. And I think that's a good law. I think that that should be in- implemented more or maybe enforced because, like, I don't, I don't think that cyberbullying should get to the point where somebody commits suicide or attempts suicide because... Right. There has actually been a person who followed me one time on Instagram, and um, he followed me, and then I think maybe a week or two later, his parents made a post talking about how he was getting cyberbullied and how he attempted suicide, oh, and how wow. he was in critical condition in the hospital. Oh, no. Um, so I, I, I do think that it, it shouldn't have to get to that point. Like, right. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it, you know? No, thank you for sharing that because that's serious. And I actually, which one of you guys really like like Korean um, bands and stuff? We both do. Okay, you both do. Okay, like BTS and all that good yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so actually, Look, when I, have I, them, I have them behind you. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I got well, my album on my <laughs> BTS. Um, well, this is, I, this is not sponsored. I can, not sponsored by the I can hear them in my head, but. Um, there was actually a study and a lot of research done in Asian countries and K-pop stars that are just I've heard of two extremely two idols already that I know like unfortunately committed suicide because Wait, of cyberbullying. Three, there's met. It's happened multiple times, and it's really heartbreaking and saddening yeah. because I do think, um, like, let me just give my two cents here, but I. Um, Asia has a lot of like high beauty standards, I know, and it's really like it's interesting to see like the difference of beauty standards around the world. But I know that Asia specifically has like pretty like high beauty standards. A lot of people I know in East Asia mm-hmm. get like plastic surgery because they want to look mm. more like a model person, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think it's or like they use like creams to lighten their skin because they don't like having like more like melanated skin stuff like that it's like it's really interesting and like having to think about that all the time your physical appearance and if people are going to make fun of you for how you look it can weigh down on you really oh yeah and especially with korean idols they have so much pressure on them to be liked to look good a lot of them have had um like eating disorders or like have gone into depression and had to take breaks because it was too much on them and i feel like people should be more considerate that like yeah we're people they're people and they deserve to be treated as human like 
they shouldn't crack down so hard on them. Like, right. Like it's just really sad to hear these stories where these are like mega superstars in Korea, and you know they had a lot of. Yeah, they have a lot of following. They have a lot of like pressure of coming upon them. Not only because of like what you were talking about, Kai. Not not only because of that status quo, because of your persona in front of you know as a celebrity, as an influencer, but also the standards. The Asian standards are a lot higher than any other countries. Um, it, you know, it's like a social norm to you know have. Very, very high education, or to you know have a career path that's you know solid and yeah. There's a lot of expectations. Yeah, it can like, in, like anxiety inducing having to worry about doing everything to like almost perfection. Yeah. Absolutely, and I know that's popular in Asian culture where they just, they're just really disciplined. Yes. What do you guys thought? I think it was you, Jaslyn, that was talking a little bit about、um, responsibility of like social media platforms. Yeah. Do you think、I、they think should? People. Okay. I think you know what you know what I think should happen. I think that whoever cyberbullies or whoever sees cyberbullying should report it to the social media whoever's, and then if it happens like more than once, then that person should be deplatformed. Like、okay. that, you don't deserve to have it if you're going to be behaving like that. Do you、And、think they should the also person, be held person, responsible? Alice, she's over here. She's saying racial slurs,、no. and she's、um, praising Hitler for what he did. Oh wow!、Um, when she has this big following, she has like almost a million followers on TikTok. So how is she not deplatformed for that? Because the Holocaust、no. was an actual genocide. How is she saying that's good? So、oh, wow! You know, like that person shouldn't be deplatformed. That's really really sad. Do you think that social media like Instagram or TikTok should also be held responsible for those type yeah, of? Yeah, okay. If they're, if they're letting this problem continue to happen, like if they're not, if someone, if they hear that someone's account gets reported for something like hate speech or like cyberbullying, automatically, I feel like they. Should, I feel like they should be on it. Like this is、yeah. not something to play around with. Have、mm-hmm. somebody pay. Okay, it should go like this. You get two chances. You pay a fine, or no, you get reported. If you get reported, you pay a fine. You get reported again, you pay a bigger fine. And then if you get reported a third time, then you get deplatformed. Simple. Simple. Three strikes, you're out. Technically, I I think、mm-hmm. that that is a good like. Like at Instagram, at TikTok, at Snapchat, all of those guys. Of course, exactly. Listen、yeah. to me. <laughs> I yeah, I feel like social media sometimes they're not as on it as they should be, or they're focusing on the wrong things. That happens a lot. Like somebody will be talking about like how disgusting it is. Like neo Nazis are saying something. My friend got their story taken down because they were speaking out against like. All of the hateful attacks that were happening during Hanukkah, like last December, and they were talking about like neo Nazis spewing hateful things and like attacking Jewish people, and they got their story spreading awareness taken down when they're literally letting neo Nazis run wild all over the platform, anyways, and say these hurtful things about Jewish people. Right? Like it was crazy. They're focusing on the wrong things. It's、wow. we're spreading awareness, and you're letting the problem continue. Yeah. So need to be better about that for sure. That's super sad. What tools do you、Station. think you would need as a teenager or your peers、um, to prevent cyberbullying? 
I feel like we just need to keep each other like educated. Like, okay. Like if you catch your friend saying yeah. something hateful, you should call them out on it. Be like, dude, that's not okay to say. Like, mm-hmm. This is why you shouldn't be saying the, that. Yeah, there's why you shouldn't be posting where... that. Like it's hurtful. Okay. Yeah. I, I okay. I'm not gonna lie. I have said sometimes, sometimes like Kai's my actual best friend. <laughs> so of course I tell them everything, and so um, like there has been a time where I said something that I shouldn't have, and mm. Kai called me out on it, and I was okay. like, oh, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't. Have said she held that. you so, accountable. Like, mm-hmm. Huh? She held you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's really important. Accountability, especially from like your friends or your community, like. You gotta keep each other in check. Like, I feel like that's just, like, the right thing to do. Like, if you see someone you know doing something wrong, why would you let them continue to do it? Yeah. I feel like that's just, like, mean to them because you're gonna let them get in trouble for something that you easily could have prevented by just telling them it was Mm -hmm. So circling back to that family that you were talking about, Jaslyn, and Kai, you're more than welcome to jump in as well, too. What ways as a peer, as a friend, as an individual who's also equally a teenager and knows what's going on in social media, how would you kind of like what kind of recommendations would you give this person so that he or she doesn't feel alone? So So that it doesn't get to a point where they're suicidal. Just maybe blocking the person who just okay. is attacking them. I mean, I you like don't you always have to engage with those people. Like, if you just show them that you're not engaging with them, or if you block them, they might be like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Like, so, like, it'll be harder for them to do it to you if you don't engage with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I also feel like you should check on the person who's being bullied. Like, after being through something like that, I would, I would probably just, like, text them, like, hey, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? I know that that was rough. If you need someone to, like, vent to, you can always tell me and I'll do my best to listen or help or whatever you need. Like, just make sure that they know that someone is there for them. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like even if you don't, like, talk to someone, just knowing that somebody offered and is, like, there for you if you really need them, I feel like that's very comforting. And it helps a lot, honestly. That is so cool. Well, thank you so very much for meeting with me. Um, I will see you guys very shortly when we jump into IG Live. Oh, okay, can't wait. All right. So okay, I will see you, you guys in a, in a minute. Bye. Bye. Oh, let me leave.